Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Nine times. Nine times. 8.15 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Yes, nine times, nine in a row for your Milwaukee Brewers going for 10 tonight. And if things work out, free hamburgers on the line with the Brewers return to American Family Field Friday night. Two more against the Cubs. Like the burgers mean more to you than just I, them winning the game. It's so dumb, right? <laughs> Nine. It's so dumb, but it it it's who we are. Yeah, yeah. Eighty two, we got the burgers. In twenty eighteen, we got the burgers. Twenty eighteen was in the playoffs. Like, and oh by the way, these wins are like super important for the Brewers. Like, never mind the free hamburgers. Like, we're climbing on the Cubs. Five games difference in the division right now between us and the second place Cubs. You went two more. You almost shut this thing oh, down. Yeah. You oh, know. Yeah. Absolutely. So that would be huge, but hamburgers. So we're going to talk about it. Welcome back, by the way. Good to be back. I was uh, out for a couple of days on hiatus. Did you, you shared with folks uh, yeah, what I was up to? Doing the uh, the first of many college drop offs. A lot of folks have already been texting in on the old National Bank talk and text line, which if you'd like to join the conversation, 855 616 1620, Old National Bank, get old. A lot of parents sharing either current, like they've done it the last weekend or so, or remembering back when they did it when their kids were younger, the college drop-off stories, the emotions that they Mm -hmm, felt, everything mm -hmm. they went through. My college drop-off, and this is our first, my oldest, Ella, was like four-layered, Eric. It was, I'll run through the layers for you. Layer number one is what we all experience when you drop off the kids at college, and it doesn't matter if it's... Down the street here at UWM, they've got move-in today, right? Today, big day. So maybe maybe your student is staying local. Marquette, UWM, Alverno, a little bit out there, Whitewater, Madison, those other places. Sure. They're still close. Even outstate. Eau Claire, what is that? Three hours? Yeah, lacrosse. Lacrosse, three hours. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Twin Cities, maybe kid going to school down in the Chicago area. A couple of schools that my daughter looked at were in Chicago. I was kind of excited about that. Like, if you have a bad week with your roommate or whatever. You can zip up, yeah. Put you on a train. You're here in an hour mm-hmm. and a half. You get a break, whatever. But she's far away. But all of us deal with that first, particularly with your first child, of like, for the first time in the last 18 years, I really can't tell you. I have no idea where she is. I don't know where she is. She's studying at sure. a coffee right. shop. She's cranking on the books. 919 Eastern Time, <laughs> right? Getting down to it. She's maybe getting out of bed. <laughs> so you, you go through that as a parent of now, and we talked about this with her about how often should we text you? Yeah. And check on you. How often should we call? It'll start strong, but then that'll that'll slowly dissipate. Because right, I want to give her her yeah. immediate space. Yeah. You shouldn't have me checking in on you three times a day. Agreed. Shouldn't have me asking whether or not you made it back. Three However, times I'm, a week is probably too much. Yes. I am interested to know whether or not you have come back to the dorm tonight. <laughs> you know, things like that. Now, so do you still have like... Wrestling with all that. Life 360 or... Like, I think find my, my wife phone. does the find my phone. And we talked with her about that too. Like, this needs to be enabled. And here are the ground rules that we'll set for that. Like, if we text you and we don't hear from you right away, we understand you're busy. Ideally, we'd like to get it back a, hey, I'm busy. Yep, yep. I'm okay. Text you back later or call later this week. Cool. Um, but, you know, for emergency purposes, sure. I think that's wise to still have it on there. But I have no intention of checking that each day, every day. Like, that's no way to live. She's out there. So everybody who does that college drop-off, and so many have done it this last weekend. I heard from a lot of friends who did it 
Folks who've done it years ago still remember that. A lot of folks texting in about the tears on the way home. Held it together until we dropped him off. Yeah, yeah, her yeah. off. Then I, then I lost it. No, I believe that. So we have, have that. That's layer number one is the whole leaving the nest. Layer number two for us is, and many families deal with this, is she is really far away. So that adds the, it's not the familiarity, it's not the closeness of a Madison or a Whitewater or La Crosse or Eau Claire or some of these other places. I went to St. Norbert up in Green Bay. That's you know, two hours away. Still close. But far, far enough. enough right, yeah. far enough. Yes. I was on my own. Didn't think people were going to pop in on me. Mom and dad were just going to show up. But it was close, right? For us now, she's uh, gone to school in New York, and I'll tell you more about that in a moment. But So that's far away. And for parents who send their kids far away somewhere, there is that additional concern. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's layer number two. Layer number three is (laughs) not only New York, New York City, Manhattan. She's going to a small art school. My daughter's a music theater major, and it's a small art school in Manhattan. It's Marymount, Manhattan. And their dorm is a skyscraper on 51st or 3rd Avenue, 51st, 55th, somewhere around there, midtown-ish. They have a couple other campus buildings that are a little bit more uptown. Took me about 24 hours to get reacclimated to Manhattan. Like, Isn't that funny how that works? Yep. Like I'd been to New York a number of yeah. times before, but it had been a minute, and I'm there. I'm like, I don't know where I am. I don't know where this is. I don't know, up downtown, overtown. Yeah, well, that's near Greenwich Village. That's near that. I'm like... I don't remember where this stuff like, like by twenty four hours it was like okay yeah, this way to that to come back yep yep so that's that extra layer is Manhattan is just nuts it's Coruscant <laughs> Coruscant of course the planet that isn't really a planet it's just yes. one giant city in the Star Wars universe I told my son who really right is, is super into Star Wars and not terribly excited about New York like probably not a place for him or whatever okay. But, you know, we're going to go out there for Thanksgiving and visit her. And I did tell him, like, dude, like, I know big city kind of freaks you out and all this stuff. Like, it's overwhelming. I'm like, but I think you'll really enjoy visiting Coruscant. <laughs> but it's not. So that's that third layer for us is on top of it. My, I dropped off my kid in Manhattan. <laughs> He's somewhere in New York City right, right now. Right. And then there was all that overwhelming stuff with us as parents, too. Like, it's hard enough moving your kid in, whether you're in line over there on the east side today or whether you're in line... In Manhattan, there's that added thing. We drove because I didn't really know any other way to do it, get all our stuff out there. So I'm driving a minivan with Wisconsin plates around Manhattan. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Surrey's telling me, go over here, go over there, turn left. Can you tell me where Midtown is? Pardon me. Pardon me, citizen. (laughs) We're from out of town, but you're trying so hard not to be a rube, right? To look like you belong. Just asking anybody. But I'm smart enough to know. F you. Right? I'm smart enough to know I'm not... It's not smart to drive in Manhattan right, at all. Yeah. Much Most less people a don't do that. Fully loaded van where you barely know where you're going. So we had all of that. And then layer four for us that's kind of unique to our family are people who are, you know, in my daughter's field, you know, it's music theater. I, if she were going into nursing, I would be fairly confident that, look, you do your work, you do your studies. Uh, we need nurses desperately. There's a job there. Right, there's a job ready oh, for you yeah. right away. Engineering, yeah, we need engineers, we need all this stuff. Music theater, that's that's not a career, it's a dream. I, I well I bet right? I bet there's a lot it of It is parents, a career, but yeah. it's, there's there's that dream aspect to it. That there are a reach. lot of parents that I bet feel that way though, like when their kid goes into like sociology or some kind of <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do with that? Kind of dream, right? The dream is that there's some sort of job that you can yeah. find with this field of study. No question. So there's so there's that for us as well. But so many people have asked, like, how'd you hold it together, or whatever. I know I know I have not yet processed this in any form. Because I've not largely been emotional. There's just too much going on. I think, right? 
Even though it was a thirteen-hour drive back, and we did it all in one day. We drove back Sunday. <laughs> Skyline in the rearview mirror, nothing good. Focused did, on the did drive. Did you guys talk about anything? Not much. No, just popped on a CD, yeah, kind of a book on tape or something. Tell you, Pennsylvania is a beautiful drive, gate to gate <laughs> on I eighty. It's really, really Where pretty. So I don't know. I don't know when that. What what has happened here? Have I just? I, I haven't deliberately put aside emotion on it. It just hasn't happened yet. It hasn't hit me. Yeah, it hasn't settled in yet. Still surreal. So Keep if going. you want to want to share your stories, so many families dealing with this and have dealt with it. Uh, we'll take a few of your thoughts next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight twenty-seven at Wisconsin's Morning News this Tuesday morning. A lot of folks sharing thoughts about dropping their kids off at school, that college drop-off. Got some great ones here. Here's one. I used to send a one-word text occasionally to my kids in college. Status is what it would say. I would get the response alive. I was happy and satisfied. Good. All right. Fine. (laughs) That's all you need. (laughs) Totally good advice. I don't want to be a bother, but I'd like to know that you're breathing. Great one from Carolyn here. We live in Waukesha, and my son went to Carroll. I bawled the entire 10 minutes ride home. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, Totally. Totally get it. Because they're still out there. That's okay. Do you remember the first time you realized in college when you were away from home that, like, you could kind of do whatever you want? Yes. It was on my 18th birthday as I saw my parents driving away. It was that moment? Yeah. Mine was, it was a couple days in at St. Norbert. I was with somebody I'd just met, friend, and we were out, I don't know, it was late, like midnight or whatever time it was, right? Someone just, sneaks you a Jamieson and you're no, like, oh. like, not drinking, not anything. We're just out. Yeah. And it's late and we were on campus and we're sitting on this bench just talking about, you know, whatever. And campus security came rolling by and, you know, as they would patrol the campus, right? And the security car comes you know rolling by and i'm like and i I, like got up from the bench and i remember i looked at her i'm like uh we're you know and before i could say we're in trouble car just drove on by i looked at her and she looked at me and we both were like oh we can do whatever we want there isn't a curfew security's not here to tell us to go anywhere we're just we can do whatever we want for me the first time i went to school i remember wishing it was like three weeks later I remember being like, God, I wish it's three weeks from now, right now, because then I could at least have some acquaintances. I'd have my way yeah, around. Yeah. I would know a few things. I'd have some, you know, friends or at least friendly faces by that point. Just like get me through those first couple of weeks when it's, you know, awkward and strange or whatever. It's an amazing time. Folks have asked that uh, we've, my twins are going to be juniors now in high school and the, and the family's close. Like these guys got along, especially sure. Ella yeah. and her sister live. And I think they, miss each other there are a lot of tears and all that mm-hmm, stuff they've mm-hmm. gone through that that said the day before we left my twins turned 16 so on top of all the change in our in our family universe yeah. then we had that so they were i don't want to say they were unsupervised but they were you know more on their own while we were gone mm-hmm, family sure. close right. checking yep, in yep, all yep, that yep. stuff but I tell you something, Liv is living her best life right now. She's <laughs> like, driving. She's driving, and the kids have a car that they share, and mm-hmm. Ella was the only one with a license for a while, was driving them all around and whatever, and now Liv's got her license. The boy drove himself to cross country the other day. Had a kid. He's like, all right, yeah. But here's Liv, tooling all around in the car. She picked up a car. It's pretty much hers to deal with. Mm-hmm. Picked up the cat. Cat's sleeping with her now, not with Ella. She's <laughs> going out getting coffee. She's out doing her thing. She's all, there all you go. good. Living, living her best life. Right. 
So it changes the dynamic. One final thought on this, and it's a, and it's a quote that is largely attributed to Mark Twain. I like it better if it's Twain, but it's still a great quote regardless. But there's some conversation over whether or not he actually said it. Neither here nor there. It's the quote that I've used before. When I was a boy of 14, my father was so ignorant I could barely stand to have the old man around. But by the time I had reached the age of 21, I was astonished at how much he'd learned in just seven years. <laughs> and that is coming. Mm-hmm. Right. Boy, my parents get smarter and smarter and smarter <laughs> all the Isn't time. amazing? Right? Now oh, you yeah. do that. Absolutely. You go through what they went through. You're like, why don't you guys just get out of here? What's the big deal? I'm going to college. Everything's fine. A couple hours away. Yeah. You don't know what they went through to help get you there, to get to that point, and then to say, all right, good luck. Fly. So for all those folks dropping their kids off at UWM, maybe a few of you got us on right there this morning. Good luck with all of that and wherever you're taking the kids off to school or whether it's uh, off to work as well. Another option if you're not doing the college thing, kids are out on their own, getting their own place, doing their own thing. Good luck to all of you. 832 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight forty six on Wisconsin's morning news. A couple of sports stories to cover. Of course, you have your Milwaukee Brewers. Nine times. Nine times. Nine wins in a row for the nine. <laughs> we go again tonight against the Chicago Cubs. We are in the windy city. Nine. Seven oh five is the first pitch. Six thirty broadcast time right here on WTMJ. Three games from Hamburgers. Craig Council wasn't having it. Yeah, you want to talk too much about the streak or any he of that stuff. He said he remembered the burgers way back when, but he didn't remember eating any of the burgers back in, what, 87? 82 was the... Uh, no, I, I that, that was wrong. I, I did say 82. It was 87. 87 exactly. Yeah. 82 was obviously the World Series. World yeah. Series. 87, Brewers start the season with 13 straight. 12 wins triggers the hamburgers. And counts at, at the time, his dad, I think, was still working for the Brewers. He was around. He was a kid. And he, yeah, said he remembered being around the streak and how exciting that was, but that couldn't particularly remember any burgers coming home. <laughs> 2018 was the last time Counts is managing mm-hmm. the club at the mm-hmm. time. And we're in the playoffs at that point. And then it was a playoff victory was number 12. So you had all yeah, that going good memory. on. memory, wow. And then, right, we stood in line with the kids, not just because they should, right? As Nansky said, he picked his up for the kids and whatever, because you just do, because that's a thing. It's not even, it's, it's one of these things where this coveted prize is out there for us, free hamburgers from George Webb's. It's not even that big of a deal. You go to Webb's today and buy a hamburger for a bucket <laughs> no, a quarter. No, it's not the same. But it's not the same, right? So exactly. So does their business go down in the days leading up to the 12 in a row? Yeah, save it for tomorrow when it's free. Right. right. <laughs> oh man, Webs is one of those places where your regulars are your regulars. You yeah, know, your people are in there. So if you're there for your Tuesday coffee club or whatever, you're going to be there for your Tuesday. And coffee by the club. way, the press release has been sent. We got it at seven thirty this morning from the George, George Webs people saying, "Here we go." We're so close. That, that's an answer to that question of when does George Webb start paying attention? I guess it's nine. Yeah. Yeah. Nine times. Nine times. I start. Nine. <laughs> I start paying attention at six. That's when we're halfway to hamburgers. Mm-hmm. Council's not having its stuff on the streak, though. He's like, look, we're playing good baseball. That's what that's what we're about. That's some good stuff, though, talking about burgers. That's on the uh, podcast page. You want to hear Council talking about it. Hey, by the way, so uh, another uh, sports-related story today. Um, it's cut-down day for the Packers. So this is a unique day for a lot of guys. Like, There's maybe a handful that probably aren't sure if they're going to make the team. Most, I think, probably know whether or not they're going to be part of the 53. 
Uh, but they cut someone yesterday. This was a big deal. They cut their punter, Patrick O'Donnell. Surprised by this. That guy's mm-hmm. a good punter. Yeah. Good. So they're going to go with the young kid. They're going to go with the rookie instead, uh, Daniel Whelan. He's got a big leg, so they're okay. going to go on that. And uh, Wildy was on. Jason Wildy from ESPN Wisconsin. He was on Wisconsin's Afternoon News yesterday. He said there's only three players now on the team that are 30 or older. David Bakhtiari, who we know Goody did definitively say they're not trading him. Preston Smith, who will turn 31 in November, and Devondre Campbell, who turned 30 on July 1st. That's it. That's the list. Pat O'Donnell was the oldest player on the team at age 32, and he is gone. Mm-hmm. Man, if you asked me how old Preston Smith was, I would have said 37. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Isn't that funny how that works? <laughs> right? But according, you know, compared to some of these guys, he's ancient. And other Packers news, I don't know if this was something that would float your boat, but uh, a bar on the east side is offering free drinks if the Jets lose. Yeah, well, the the hitch is you have Kinda. to go in there and watch the Jets game. Yeah, there's a lot of fine print in here. Yeah. So this is at Jack's American Pub there on Brady. So what they're saying is that if you show up 15 minutes before a Jets game, that Rodgers is starting, by the way. He has to be starting. If you show up 15 minutes before and start your drink tab by then, so you have to have your first order in 15 minutes before kickoff. Okay, so you got to be in for the game. Yeah, and there cannot be a Packers game playing. It's got to be just the Jets game going on. And you, you can have your entire tab paid for drink-wise, not food, but drink-wise, if they lose. I'd, I'd do that. Like if Okay, so the Packers are the Sunday night game or whatever, and the Jets are on at noon. I'd go watch that. Yeah, it'd be fun. I have to admit, I did pop them on the other day when I, I kind of stumbled across yeah. it. I saw that they were about to play. Uh, there was Jets, Giants, and like, ah, Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll give that series a go. I was hoping to, to gain some local knowledge because we were in New York at the time. Oh. When Jets, Giants was going on, we were out to dinner that night, and guy asked the bartender, he's like, hey, did Rodgers play? You know, bartender said, I don't know, I was watching the soccer game. Because Messi was in town. That's right. Right, and so everybody, there were a lot of eyes on that, and so I didn't, I didn't grab any insight on that. It's a different city too. A lot of people don't care about right. different things. There. Roger, who? <laughs> no, no, football, yeah. exactly. Roger Maris? Oh no, no, he's gone. <laughs> Life's moving pretty fast, right? A lot of different things. Yeah, that fifty-three man roster. So what are we at now? Like sixty some? Uh, might even be more than that. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of guys are going to find out like, today whether. Yeah. They're going to make that. I, I like. We talked with Tausch earlier this morning. Mark Tauscher joined us uh, about an hour ago, and he just said, he goes, you know, if they can't find you, they can't cut you, so maybe just yeah, don't just bring your phone. bury the phone. <laughs> Which oh. is not, he said he later found out, that's not exactly true. And I thought of you. We were talking about this yesterday on the show. I was at the game on Saturday, and you were the first person I thought of when we got scolded by the Packers PA guy for cheering. when we oh, Jarts yelled at you? <laughs> For cheering at the wrong time yes. or whatever? That was the first time that I actually was on your side because you and I have been split on this. You don't like the idea of the Packers telling fans when to cheer, and I've oh. always said, no, you should be quiet. That's part of the, the home field advantage. Right, quiet when you're on offense, yeah. loud when you're on but defense, I, I things like that. But I have to admit, at the moment, I didn't like being told what to do and just, what not to do. For me, it's just, why are you guys worried about this? Like, when the head coach is overly upset, look, whether or not we flicker the lights at this time, or whether or not we sound a horn and or not. Yeah. Or whether we're doing the wave or not doing the wave, or whether fans are cheering here or cheering then. Like, right, right. look, I love a live crowd, man. <laughs> of course. I want us to be loud. I want us to be great. I want all of those things. But, like, coach, 
worry, we'll take care of that. Right. <laughs> you can worry about something else. 853 Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ Forecast is sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Had some isolated showers this morning. That moved on out over the lake. And we do have a chance. Talked to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Brian Nisnanski earlier today. Niz says if we're going to get some more of those uh, isolated showers and storms, be mid to late afternoon One to today. four, I think, yeah. was the window he provided. High of 78 degrees and then pretty cool tonight. If you're away from Lake Michigan, low temperature could get down to 50 degrees. So, man, you open the windows and you're feeling good. And then That's chilly. Wake up cold. Mm-hmm. Right? That's football weather. Right? Uh-huh. A little taste in the air. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because this is a big weekend, right? Yeah. Football starts. This is, this is the... The schedule adjustments start this weekend, and I'm asking the question. We're asking the question today. Do you adjust your your activities, your, your entire weekend schedule for football? Badgers Saturday, in, a, in about a, what we got a week and a half until the Packers get going. Do you adjust your weekend schedule for football? Do you? You do. Not Saturdays. I'll I'll record the Badgers game. Not right. that important. Well, to me. even that. But though, Sundays, it becomes, absolutely. It becomes top of mind. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I would say I don't, I don't tip I. I am aware of my schedule around that. I record a lot of games. Like, Me too. I, nothing happens everything. in my life in real time anymore, right? So maybe you know how much quicker you can burn through a game yeah. when it's recorded? Yeah, keep in mind, I'm the guy that yelled at my brother for scheduling his kid's baptism during a Bears-Packers game. So I have a have little to, bit of a higher threshold. No, but why do you have to do that? You why, know? Well, back then there was no technology to record. That's really. what I mean. Not so much. Then, be cognizant of that, brother. Yeah. Oh. So I, I don't like to watch <laughs> games after they've already been played. That's another thing. I, I don't want to watch them back. I want to watch it live. Well, there's a lot of strategy in how yes, you go about that, Sandy. Absolutely. If you I'm want to maintain, attention. If you want to maintain the media blackout. I have a couple of rules because I, I time shift. I've a heard lot. you talk about this. Okay. So number one thing, if you're going out in the world, like okay, noon Packer game, but you're not going to get home until three o'clock or whatever, and yeah. you're going to watch Which, the game. By the way, you can run a lot of awesome errands between noon yes. and three during a game. That's you my play golf in yes. an hour and a half. Okay, errand boy. Right there. Okay, so rule number one, Sorry, this if, you're, long, if you're out in the universe, make as many people aware as possible that you're doing this. I'm, I'm recording the game. So don't text me, don't whatever, <laughs> yeah. and be aware you're of that. asking for trouble. Check your TVs and your radios before you go out anywhere. Last thing you want to do is you pop in the car and it's on, and you're like, oh, no! <laughs> be there aware is your always, <laughs> if you're out and about, listen for sounds of the game somewhere. Somebody's got a TV on. Somebody, don't go in there. You're get, Someone's going to spoil it for you. Another rule, don't wear your Packers gear out. Yeah, right. Right? If you're going to, I, yeah. we take the kids to the museum or something mm-hmm. like that, and we're going to come back and watch the game later. Don't go wearing your Packers sweatshirt. First guy you run into is going to be like, hey, we're up 17-3. No, I get it. You don't do this for every game. I'm not every game. No, I'm not, I'm not going to the museum on a Packers Sunday. I mean, the museum's open the rest of the year. I'll go on a yeah, different day. Yeah, but there's nobody there, man. Who cares? I can't tell you the last time I watched one live start to right? finish. I always record it, and then by halftime, I'll, I'll fire it up, and then Casual. I just burn Casual through it. Fan. And I'm usually live by like the last five minutes of the game. It's mm. fascinating how fast you can catch up. Yeah, it's great. Zip through those commercials. But the commercials are getting better and better. Sometimes no, no, they're not. not. Oh, Super yes, Bowl Sunday. They're not? Not at no. all. We're chilling for those partners. I love it. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to talk about that. Football schedule. I say it's a thing. Starts this weekend. For sure a thing. What do you got, Sandy? For this weekend? Oh, sure. Or just for football in general. <laughs> or Sorry. for whatever you want to talk about. Oh, <laughs> She's talking about what we talk about. All right. We don't do I'm our own things. following Steve's lead. There you go. It's 8.59 WTMJ Now with Steve and Sandy is up next.